Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, and welcome once again to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Drill Bit, aka Old Dirty Savage, aka Suckerfish Sav. Yo! Hey, yo. <laughs> the nicknames are strong, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is is a, a few weeks back, I made the comment that uh, I don't really have nicknames. And then I went back to an episode where um, I, I think it was when I was searching for the New Year's resolutions episode. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up an episode where I'm like, it's your boy DJ Billy A, aka Bill Biv DeVoe, aka Bill LL Cool J, aka Billy Ray Cool J. And I was listening to that episode going, damn, I'm a lion motherfucker. I got some I got some AKAs I completely I forgot just don't about. think they're AKAs you like. Like you didn't like Billy Ray. <laughs> that was a, I don't know how that even came to be. You know you've been doing a podcast a long time when you forget three nicknames but and you forget where they came about but you know what no though but bill ll cool j and bill 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 devoe those crack me up man and, and billy ray cool j came from i think i did bad by ll cool j and somewhere in there i said billy ray or something i screwed up in one of my outtakes right. i had to do it again and, and it became the joke bill billy ray cool j but um yeah, man, I apologize to the people out there. We've been doing this so long that sometimes I just don't remember shit I've said anymore. We're at that point now. We're in our fifth year of doing this. And I don't know, what is it? The, how many episodes a year is it, dude? 30 some odd episodes a year that we do? Like, I don't even know. Like, 
It's a lot, man. It, 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 40 plus. 40 plus episodes a year, and we're now on our 52, fifth year. 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. We usually end up, uh, you know, a, a, a COVID outbreak here. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Some type of trip or something that yeah, yeah. delays recording. Life, life. Life happens, man. It gets in the way of the best laid plans, as I always say. But yeah, man, I, it's funny because I forget. It was a few weeks back, I think I'm like, you know, we, we came up with an AKA and I was going to say it on the episode and I completely forgot and I just don't have any AKAs. And then I'm going back digging through old episodes and I got this episode where I'm literally like, it's your boy DJ Billy A, AKA, AKA, AKA. And I'm like, oh, man. I lied my ass off on that episode. That's three killer AKAs I got. So anyway, it's your boy, Bill, Bill DeVoe, AKA Bill LL Cool J and Billy Ray. Yeah. (laughs) Billy Ray Cool J is in the building today. So I just had to bring that back. Glad you're here. I just remembered that. No, I'm glad you're here as well, my friend. Well, happy new year. Yes, sir. Happy new year to you as well. 2022 is behind us and we are deep. Well, maybe not deep as of yet. It's the early stages of 2023. So, no, we're not deep into 2023, but 2023 is here and we're just getting started. So before we can look ahead, this is the episode where we look behind. And I know sometimes in the last couple years, it's been hard to find the good. But what we do in this episode is we pull out our favorite music and our favorite movies of 2022. Let me just say, this should old acquaintance be forgotten. Yeah. And never brought to mind. Right. You know? Yeah, I know. That's it, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Fuck them. Let old acquaintance be forgot. Yes. Yeah, man. So, I mean, here we are. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Welcome to 2023. Now, Savage and I are going to be taking a look back at 2022 and telling you what we Musically what we loved. and artistically. Yeah, music and movies. And in years past, because the movies have slowed down, it doesn't have to be movies. For me, this year, it's all movies. But in years prior, we have done just things we've watched. Right. So if you had a television program or a stand-up comedy special, or anything that you've watched streaming or in the theater, mm-hmm. fall it's fair game. It's fair game in these lists. Anything you streamed or watched in a theater, on your phone, on your TV, television, that's that's your entertainment. I can I can tell you right now the one of my one is it just one? Let me I'm gonna pull up my list real quick. I tell you what. I'm gonna tell you right now. I tell you what. Two, two of my movies in my top six. I did not watch in a movie theater, but they made the list. Okay. So, I mean, that's where we're at right now. That's what we're doing. This is always one of my favorite episodes of the year. I love movies. I love music. Uh, and there's just always so much to talk about. So this episode covers like a big gamut. We get to talk about several different movies. And I love the similarities of our lists, mm-hmm. but my favorite thing is the differences. And then once we stop, so we each break down our lists, then we stop and debate. And this is absolutely this and the, and I've said it a million times, this and the resolutions episode are always two of my favorites of the year. And they come at the bitter end of the year or the beginning of the new year. But they're always some of my favorites because it just hits the things I love so much. I love to be entertained, man. And and this is what it's all about. So, yeah. And I'm always super stoked to hear what you go on. So, and this year for me, music was crazy. And I know you and I had discussed 
I said, man, it's going to be tough. Like, yo, the music this year. And you said the opposite. You were like, no, man, it hasn't really, haven't had a lot coming out this year. Like, well, I, I, and this was one of those years musically for me that I looked back and was focused, not focused, but I, you know, we, 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 we were both Spotify guys. Yes. We have our, at the end of the year, they do a wrapped. Yes. You know, for your year. And it kind of tells you, like, basically your list of, like, most listened to songs. Mm -hmm. And for me, my list had some stuff that certainly dropped in this year. Right. But also, I had a an abundance of, like, I was spending a lot of time in the past. Right. This year. More than, you, more than, more than years past, for some reason. And I think that some of it was me finding stuff that i'd never listened to before uh -huh. or like because i'll tell you right now one of the things that was on massive replay for me and let's just start with the music let's get that out first okay and we'll slide into movies because since that's kind of where i'm at i spent a good amount of my year listening to scarface's the fix yeah great album. it was an album that, blame you. that we you know we've we talked about scarface we you know because we were going to go to the concert so right. i started really digging into scarface and getting into it and and getting excited for what was coming right and uh i had never given the fix its due yeah you know we talked about several of his albums and we you know we we talked about one of his older albums that that the, the deeply rooted album yes the one that's on there like we kind of caught her sleeping yeah we talked about that yeah, a couple yeah. years ago this one is even more caught me sleeping to the point where it might be Scarface's best album. I, I agree with and, that. And I spent a ton of time listening to the that. The Fix is the one that has on my block on it, right? Yes. The Fix is when he made the big move from Rap-A-Lot Records to Def Jam. So he had that Def Jam machine behind him. So it's still the classic Scarface that you and I know and love. But because he's got the Def Jam machine behind him, he's got production by Kanye West. He's got features with Jay-Z. I think Dub C is on there. I mean, it is just a phenomenal album. From Dub C, Faith Evans, Kelly Price, yes. Nas. No, yeah, Nas. Jay-Z, Beanie Siegel. Yes. All of these guys. Yeah, right? yeah. And this album came out 20 years ago. Right, yeah. And it was one of the ones that I knew about. I just had seen it. I knew my block was on there. And I never just really gave it any time to like right. sit down and listen. Yeah. And I, because we were going to go to the Scarface concert, you know, and it ended up not happening and him canceling and right. us not going. Yeah. I fell in love with this album that was 20 years old that I never really gave time for. It was just one of those things that got lost in the shuffle. And we've talked about yeah, that yeah. Over, the, Absolutely. over the years on this show. Like just stuff kind of falls through the cracks. Right. And this was one, like, to the point where Scarface's, if I sat down and we, like, really took time to think about it, he's probably in my top five artists of my of my life. Right. And it's his best album, and I didn't even listen to it. Right. Yeah, which yeah, Which is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. So a lot of my list, when I looked back at what, I've, what I'd kind of gone through this year, there was a lot of, um... There was a lot of stuff that was not come out this year. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So, it, so it changed kind of how I approached, like when I look back at what my top five, uh, five or six for the year was. Okay, maybe in years coming we adjust and we just do our top five. Period. What's your top five albums of the year? Period. Maybe it doesn't have to be new. Maybe we make an adjustment and. Uh, 
and we say, or maybe we do too. Maybe we do like, this is the new stuff I dug, but this is, this is my top five just overall. Like what, what was I bumping? Was I'll, I'll tell you right now, that would be my number one. Yeah. My number one album of the year was absolutely Scarface the Fix, which came out 20 years ago. Yeah. It's so good though, dude. I'm glad that you fell, fell in love with that album. Cause yeah, I, I, I love that album. I think it's incredible. I go back and forth. I mean, the diary by Scarface was my like kind of I, I knew about Scarface prior to the diary, obviously because of the Ghetto Boys and he had solo albums prior to that. But that's where I fell in love with Scarface. Obviously I'd never seen a man cry till I seen a man die is insane. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that album is incredible to me. But then I mean prior to that uh, pr- after that, I mean, Untouchables, Insane. I mean, the guy just came with it, like, and delivers. Like, he could be, not only could he be one of the greatest to ever do it in hip-hop, but when you want to talk about consistency, like, probably the most consistent. Like, I don't know. I, it, you can look at any of his albums, Last of a Dying Breed, you name it. I don't know if he's got a dud in his collection. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the the compilation albums like the My Homies, but that that I don't consider a traditional Scarface album. Just with his traditional solo Scarface records. Right. He I don't think he ever caught a brick. I don't think when you go and you listen to him, it's Scarface doing Scarface. It's quality. It's it's great production. It's him 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 with amazing lyricism, great voice. Uh, I don't know if there's a a, 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 a a trash Scarface album. Like, he's got a lot. So, you know, not that I've known, because I did the same thing you did, too. When we were going to the concert, I was like, let me dig into some of these Scarface albums that I'm not familiar with. Right. Like, uh, The Fix, I was more familiar with, but he's got a lot of other. Last of a Dying Breed, I'd never listened to. My Balls and My Word, I'd never really listened to. Like, and I don't remember thinking, yo, these are horrible. Like, they are all solid. Like, like some better than others, of course. But, yeah, he's incredible, dude. Like, he's amazing. And I'm so glad that you had that, man. Because, yeah, that album's phenomenal, dude. Like, and I, 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 go, I go back and forth. That's the sign of a true artist, though, too, I think. An amazing artist when you go back and forth on what's their best record. Like, if it changes, if you're like, no, no, it's this one now. Oh, well, I've been bumping this. Now I think this one's the best one. I think those are the greats. When you when you have a hard time hammering down, if you can go, oh, hands down, without a doubt, first record's the best, and that's it. After that, he's kind of trash. Like, that, right. it, no, that's not Scarface at all. Well, let, let me, let's let's go with my top six. Okay, let's hear for, it. I'm, I'm, I'm down. For music. Are you ready? Yeah, sir? I am. I'm excited. All right, number six. Uh, I am going to go with, although it's not a full album, uh-huh. the Dr. Dre, the contract EP. Nice. Yes. Uh, it was, it, you know, if you listen to the show, you know how excited we were for a Dr. Dre mm-hmm. project. Yes. And, and, and this was, what, five or six songs? Six. Six songs. Yep. And five of them were absolute bangers. Amazing. Yeah. One of them I wasn't that huge of a fan of, but still, if you look at it in comparison to other stuff, it's still a great track. It's a Dr. Dre track. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where I was at on that. Uh, number five into my top five. Uh, I am going to go with the Logic album, Vinyl Days. Nice. We talked about this. I really got into this album a lot. Yes. Uh, this Logic was one of those guys where He's made stuff over the years where I was like, I love this. Or I'm like, man, this is such a different project. I just don't dig it. I can't get into right. it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of all over the board. This was like, he came out of retirement yes. and kind of 
did his thing and he got into it and there's a bunch of tracks on here i love um black white boy i know that's one of yeah just, i dug that one just you 100%. know amazing yeah um and uh, there, there's several tracks on here where i'm a huge fan of there's a track with royce the five nine the track with rizza is great um, yes the, the, the track with dj premiere yes uh, a track with the game there's a track with az mm-hmm. carnival great track there's also some tracks that are no there's no like nims and rogue one and uh just a michael rap a lot of great tracks on there this is my that's my number five okay uh number four i am going to go with the um <laughs> yellow wolf shooter jennings project um sometimes why sometimes why okay uh i know that you and i've differed on this project i loved this project it was um i like it was it was a great project for me i really enjoyed the uh differences between different genres and, and, and the way they kind of attacked like one song would sound like a certain time frame and another track would sound like a different artist and like it was a lot of all over the board but i really enjoyed the change and i really liked it and so that's my number four okay uh my number three is um and i and i and i don't know if uh you're, you you when i'm gonna say it you'll probably be like oh that makes sense uh but uh my number four was the king iso album get well soon number three you mean number three yeah, sorry yeah, 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 it's the yeah. king iso album get yeah. well soon yeah yeah uh that dropped early january 21 2022 so right uh, i grinded pretty hard on that for the first part of the year um if you if you listen to the show you know uh king iso well and i'm a big fan uh he's a strange music artist he is um very much into uh he's a spitter he's a chopper uh, he's also very much into um, addressing mental health and, yes. uh, and, you know, the things that he's been through and, 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 and just like, it, it, that's where I work. So right. a lot yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. he talks about is very relevant to me. You sure. Talked, a couple episodes ago, you talked about Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and like what's relevant to me, what hits me. Yeah. And so King Iso for me is just one of those guys. Like I love it. I love the way he does. I love the way he does business. Yes. And uh, on top of that, uh, he talks about a subject matter that uh, is very near and dear to me because of the field that I work in. So mm. uh, King Iso, that's going to be my number three. Nice. Which brings us to our top two albums my top two albums of the year. Right. And I don't know if you think I, you know where I'm going. I have an idea of one, but I don't know the other. I don't. I haven't. I, th- I think I know one. Well, I'll tell you this right now. My number two album, and this is probably going to surprise you. Okay. For 2022. Uh-huh. Is B-O-D-R. Okay. That doesn't surprise me too much. That's the one I, I knew it was going to be one or two. I wasn't sure. That's I predicted that to be in your top two. I just was. I I don't. I now, I'm at a loss for now what the other one is. I didn't know where that would fall, but I know you'd rank it high. You knew it would be in there. I knew it would. That one would be in there. I am at a where I have. I have no idea what your number one is. I am absolutely clueless as to this. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm really curious. Yeah. My number one album of the year. Uh huh. 2022. Yes. And I did not see this coming. Okay. I nice. Tell These you are this. the best ones. Yeah. Nas King's Disease 3. Ah, so, so good, dude. It's, it's, I, and we talked about this when it came out. Magic came out. Yeah. With Hit Boy. Yeah. 
Magic dropped the end of December. It did. So technically 2021. Yes. But this album was just... I haven't listened to Nas this much in 20 years. Dude, he's so in his bag right now. It's insane, dude. And and I love this album so much and the beats and the way that Nas flows and who Nas is as as a... as a rapper, I just, I didn't see it coming. I, you know, it, I, I didn't, I couldn't imagine if you'd have told me even after Magic, which I thought was a great album. Yeah. I still do. And I debate which one of these is better. Um, these last two albums are phenomenal. So good. Um, if you'd have told me, hey, with two two months left in the, in the year, there's a Nazca album coming out that's going to be your number one of the year, I would have told you you're crazy. Right. But here we are. Here's the and, and and I love that. I think that's amazing. I love that album. I actually do think it's better than Magic. It's not on my list only because of the fact that it came out so late. But don't be surprised to see it very high next year. The only reason I just didn't feel it was fair because there's so many for me there's was so much music this year that I've sat on and listened to for a year. Magic dropped like you said December of 2021 right was it yes december so i've had like a year now to listen to magic where and 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 i already think king's disease 3 is better but i i wrestled december 24th 2021 yeah i wrestled with uh putting king's disease 3 on my list i had a really hard time with this the music this year for me there's been so much i actually have seven on my music list because i had such a hard time this year but don't be surprised. I love that. I love that as your number one. I could have done that. Like I, I, I fought myself on that. But I don't be surprised to see it very high next year. Um, and again, like this is my list that I put together to work within the the the, the constraints or the the rules of things that came out this year. Right. Whereas if we just talked about like if we just did the albums of the year. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. Like. The Scarface album from 2022 would have been my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just dug, dug in on that. But anyway, that's my list. Yeah. And, and I just look at it like, uh, um, and I agree like, like kink, like magic's on my list. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but because it dropped so late, December 24th, you know, new year, Christmas Eve, I'm like, I couldn't justify at that moment, putting it there. And if I'm bumping it 2022 and it dropped that. So that's how I feel about this one dropped what? It dropped in uh, November 11th. Yeah. So, and I and I'm going been going hard on it the last couple months, and I guarantee in 2023 I'm gonna rock that album a lot. So uh, that's that justified. Now, had it dropped, uh, you know, August. Yeah. Then I'm then it's it's this year easy, probably number one. But don't ex- don't be surprised to see it. My my number one movie is actually a movie from last year too, okay. because it dropped so late in the game. So okay, let me hit my music up. Like I said, I've got seven because this year music was an amazing to me. Uh, I, so I I couldn't live with myself at just six. So my seventh man coming off the bench is Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Cheat codes. Uh, by far Black Thought's best solo effort ever. He's one of the greatest MCs of all time, but outside of the roots, I feel like he's had a hard time finding himself. And Danger Mouse's production fits Black Thought to the T. I love all the beats. Black Thought's in his bag doing what he always does. And then you got features from Raekwon, MF Doom, 
uh, and people I haven't heard of who I think are amazing. So that's my number seven, Cheat Codes, Black Thought and Danger Mouse. My number six is uh, is, is uh, Dirty Heads, Midnight Control. I have always loved Dirty Heads. They're out of Huntington Beach, California. They're kind of surfers, uh, rappers, reggae guys, rockers. They do a little bit of everything. This album is just them in their bag doing their thing like they always do. I absolutely love it. Um, number five for me, Nas's Magic. Uh, only reason this one came in so low on the list is because we talked about it. It came out so long ago that I've listened to it consistently, but a lot of other music flooded the market for me this year and took its space. Still love that album. Nas is back. Boy, I love Hit Boy's production, and I love that Hit Boy is now Nas's like Dr. Dre, and it's giving him this second run in his career that is fucking phenomenal. I mean, King's Disease 3 is amazing. But so Nas's Magic is number five. Number four for me, a big surprise. This is my biggest surprise on the list. I didn't expect to love this album so much. Method Man, Meth Lab, Season 3, The Rehab. I was not a big fan of any of the Meth Lab albums. I always think Method Man's good. I think the production's just decent. Most of the features, his people that he puts on, hands-on, street life, not a big fan. This album, the production for me is top-notch. Method Man is in his bag, lyrical bag, so hard on this album. Like his double entendres and punchlines and wordplay and the fact that he's not cussing once on this album. No no four-letter words on this album from him. Other people, yes, not from him. It's crazy creative, and the features are great. Redman, KRS-One, Jadakiss, RJ Payne, and then his people, but they step up. This is the first time I've really liked his people. Like I was like, yo, that dude killed it. Like, love this album so much. Didn't expect to. I listened to it just like, well, it's Method Man, you know. Gotta check it out at least once out of respect. Right, right, right. Uh loved it. Uh fell in love with it. Listened to it uh this this morning while I was getting ready. Uh number three for me, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Unlimited Love. The Red Hot Chili Peppers got their old guitar player back, John Frusciante, who they just have a magical connection with. They've made their best albums with this man. Uh, and they hooked back up with Rick Rubin on the production side. And they dropped this record. I own this record on vinyl. I love this record front to back. One of the songs, uh, Black Summer, was my actually number one stream song on Spotify. I wouldn't call it my favorite song of the year, but it's up there. I love it. Uh, so Red Hot Chili Peppers, Unlimited Love is incredible. Number two for me. We're into my top two now. Dr. Dre, The Contract. Uh, I did not expect this to make my list so high, but I went back and thought about it. I've listened to it consistently since it dropped. It had the worst rollout in the history of albums. Ever. Ever. Grand Theft Auto released it, and then Dre made him yank it. And then it was just all over YouTube, everywhere, leaked. And that's the only way you could hear it. And then Dre re-released it, but just as singles. So once he did that, I put it into a playlist. And I put the songs in order of my least favorite to my three favorites. And I just would put it on and found myself <coughs> listening to this over and over. To the point where my three least favorites I love. And my three favorites are my three favorite songs of the year. That would be Gospel with Eminem is my absolute song of the year. The beat, Dre's lyrics are ferocious. He's so pissed and so angry. Eminem comes with quality vintage M, my second favorite. And I don't even like Rick Ross. 
the track with him, Dr. Dre, Rick Ross, and uh, Anderson Pac is incredible. And then, of course, is it ETA? Yeah. Busta Rhymes, Snoop Dogg, sounding like old Snoop, uh, and, and Anderson Pac and Dre. Those three are my three songs of the year. And it's only a six-song album. And I think the production is different. He's not trying to do G-Funk, but the beats are great. And like I said, the three songs I didn't care for, Black, Black Privilege, uh, there's a track with Nipsey Hussle and uh, Falling Up. Once you listen to it as a whole album, I fell in love with those tracks. The Nipsey Hussle track, I think, is absolutely incredible now. I, It's so good that it's a posthumous release, but it feels like Nipsey should be on that song. Uh, so that's my number two. My number one is Snoop Dogg, B-O-D-R. Uh, we talked about when this dropped, how much we loved it. We talked about whether or not we thought this would be a classic. Would we put it up there with Doggy Style? I don't know if I'm ready to answer that yet, but I can tell you that I went back to this album throughout the year. And this is a vinyl worthy album. This is a start to finish, front to back, amazing album from the production to the features to the choruses to the lyricism there isn't a miss on this album when i put it on usually most albums i put it on and i go okay let's get to the next one that i like let's get to the next one with this album i go oh shit i love this song then i go oh crap this one too and oh shit i love this one and oh my god this one and the next thing i know i'm at the end of the album this album has everything it's got the gangster shit it's got the love songs it's got the talking about family and political things uh, it's got every, it's got funny stuff like, come on over and get this. You know, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Coupon book. Yeah, it's that. It's got everything, man. I, the features, the game, Nas, uh, Uncle Murder. I don't know who Uncle Murder is, but I like, is that C Murder from, from. No, C Murder's in jail. Is he in jail? Okay. So I don't know who Uncle Murder is, but I love that dude. T.I., I mean, this album, the production, you got Hit Boy again. Hit Boy is responsible for so much of my favorite music this year. Uh, he's all over this album, and the shit he does is incredible. Um, you got uh, High Tech doing a track on here. You got Fred Reck doing mute. The only person who didn't do a beat was Dr. Dre, but I don't feel like you're missing that. And then whoever is writing for Snoop, whoever his ghostwriters are, props, respect, it feels like Snoop wrote all these songs. Right. It feels like he should be saying this shit. They got into his shoes and wrote from his perspective. And it is some of it's the best. I think this is the best Snoop Dogg album since Doggy Style. I, I there's other albums I really like. Yeah, but I, I'm not ready to call it a classic yet. But if it's not, and it's the second best album to Doggy Style, it's right there. It's damn close to classic material. In another year, if I'm still listening to it and enjoying it, I'm going to put it in the classic mode. And he better release it on vinyl. So that's my number one. That's my top seven music of the year. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, 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 I, 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 I knew the majority of those. On, I didn't know. I didn't know the Dirty Heads came out with an album. I know you're a big Dirty Heads guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers was going to be on there. I knew that I figured the contract would be on there. I, f I know the BODR was going to be on there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know you were going to do the 2021 end of the year magic release. Uh, it's a great album. Like I said earlier, 
to me, they're, they're, they're those two albums are neck and neck. Dude, it's it's uh, whatever Hit Boy is doing. I I hope he continues to work with Nas. Like I can't imagine we've gotten now. So Nas has done King's Disease one, two, and three, and Magic in like the span of like two or three years. We've gotten four Nas albums. Right. Where he's like non-existent for a while, and out of those four, I didn't like King's Disease one. King's Disease 2, I thought was good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But then Magic and KD3 are insanely good. Like, it's like, please, whatever vein you guys have tapped into, don't stop. Like, it is fucking incredible, dude. Like, that was probably my biggest surprise. I don't think anything else on your list. I expected the Yellow Wolf. I, I expected the King Iso. I figured you'd put Dr. Dre in there. I don't think, because of the shitty rollout, I don't think there was enough big deal made that we got a Dr. Dre album. Right. It's unfortunate because uh, it's really good. And yeah, We talked about when it came out, like all of a sudden there was this, it was on Spotify. You sent me the link. I was doing something, went to go, I clicked on it, yeah. listened to it, came back out to the car like two or three hours later. Gone. Gone. Yeah. It was, a, and then we didn't get anything for like what, like six to eight weeks. It was a long time. Like it was, and, and it's tough to listen to it on YouTube. And then when he re-released it, it re-released as singles. So then once I put it into a playlist and just started to digest it as an album, I fell in love with it. Uh, I loved it all the way around. But it's unfortunate because Dr. Dre making new music should be an absolute event, and at first it was. When that all of a sudden popped out of nowhere without nobody even said anything. Right. That shit was just on Spotify. I saw a couple people online go, New Dre, New Dre, and people were buzzing. And it didn't even say Dr. Dre. It said Grand Theft Auto, the contract, and just had the names of the tracks. <laughs> didn't even say Dr. Dre or who was on them. And I listened to it was like, oh my God, I can't believe we're finally, after 15 whatever plus years it's been, we're getting new Dr. Dre music. And they yanked it like within that day or the next day. And it's unfortunate because that should have been a much bigger deal than it was. And uh, it's a really good album. That song, Gospel, I just, I can't say enough. It's real. Dre's talking about his divorce and his ex-wife and that hook is so angry. What, 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 what did you say that Spotify said your number one track of the year was? My number one track was Black Summer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah. And what's interesting about that, and I sent you a message that um, my top five songs are kind of garbage because Black Summer is the first song on that new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. So look, if you're doing a 10 minute car ride or a 12 minute car ride and I go, I wanna hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you're gonna hear that song, it's gonna play. And so then maybe I get back in the car after eating or shopping, put the Red Hot Chili Peppers album on, plug my phone back in, cause I don't have Bluetooth, and it goes back to the first song on the album again. So my top five songs was Black Summer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then my second song was Gospel, which really should be my first. And then my three, four, and five were the first three songs off BODR. So what that tells you is when I get in the car and put an album on, I get through at least the first three. And then maybe I pull over, stop, do whatever I got to do. And then I go back and start it over again. So my top five songs were not accurate, but my top five artists in my Spotify wrapped were super accurate. But the fact that Gospel was my number two track wedged in between all those ones that just came off the albums, 
it tells that was my number one song of the year, hands fucking down, without a doubt. It's also just, there's a little bit of a difference of how like you approach the music when like you get in the car. Like I like my number one song uh, was Moonshiners Run, the last song on the uh, the Shooter Jennings. Okay, sometimes yeah, yeah, the Sometimes Why album. Um, yeah, and then the next two King Iso songs, then. The Daddy song from Snoop Dogg, Jersey and the Rafters with the game. Yes, good uh, songs. Then uh, Fame, a song with Dax and Yellow Wolf from Dax's album. Um, and a King Iso song. Uh, and then another album that if we were doing just our albums of the year, I'd sent you this. Uh, there's a DJ Hopper album. Okay. That came out like yeah. seven years ago or five yeah, years yeah. ago that I never heard. And I rotted on that for a while. Uh, then Conflicted with Snoop Dogg and Nas. And then uh, Son of the Dirty South with Brantley Gilbert and Jelly Roll. And then, but I mean, for the most part, it's not like first song. So like, well, I'll go to specific songs, I guess, or maybe I repeat. So I was going to ask you, do you like, because you can like songs, like, and then Spotify puts those into a playlist. So I was going to ask you, do you so, so just right here let you it. see that I go to like songs? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so then everything that I like comes up like that. Right. But so I, I will roll from there right okay so then, are you most of the time when you listen to music are you listening from there or do you pick the album where i'm at okay you know what got I'm you looking for. okay yeah like, so, like right now for example i'm listening to the mount westmore album so yeah. when i get in the car i'll put that on but then i'll go to the album and then if i'm want to start from the beginning i'll start but if i'm thinking about a certain time like right now when i get in the car i'm gonna want to hear uh have a nice day right that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, which is like the seventh track, and that's the best one on that yeah. album. So I sure. would, I would yeah. start there. Okay, so that would probably, you know, instead of starting with the number one album or whatever. I see, and I'm an album guy. I consider myself, and I'm sure you are, because we came up in that era. Like my wife, because um, we all have the Spotify. It's a family plan. She creates these playlists, like with like it'll have a Dirty Head song, then it'll have a Justin Timberlake song, and then it'll have a, a Creedence Clearwater song, and that's how she digests music. And I'm more of a like, so she got out like yesterday we drove somewhere and she got out and ran into the store and I stayed in the car and a Justin Timberlake song came on her playlist. And I'm like, yo, I want to hear the, yeah, that's got me thinking about future sex love sounds. I want to listen to that album. So I shut off her playlist and I went to the Justin Timberlake album and I put it on track one and just let it run through until we got home. And I think for me, that's more how I digest. If I love an artist uh, and I love the album, I just start at track one and I let it go. And then eventually, once I get burned out on it and I move on to the next album, then I'll go, oh, but I want to hear this song from it or that song from it. But apparently, well, like with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Snoop, I didn't do enough of that. Like, But when you look at my 100 songs overall, you can see more of like the, ma the songs from Magic, the other songs from the contract all pop up in there. Now, let me tell you this. There is, let me see if you can guess it. There is one song that is always in my top 100 every year without fail. And I can't really say that about too many songs. Um, any idea what you think that might be? When I say it, you're going to go, oh, shit, I shouldn't know. I'm like, you're going to say that. Like, I guarantee it. It may as so Every far year? since I've had Spotify, it's never left my top 100. It might shift spots, but it's always there. I'll give you a hint: West Coast. Oh, okay. So I will always love you from the Bodyguard soundtrack. Yes, that's the one. Is she West Coast? I don't know about that. <laughs> and I. 
in the trunk, too short, never leaves my top 100. Oh, that's a great track. Yeah, and, and what's funny is I love the intro. So the other one that never leaves my 100 but isn't technically a song is the Shorty the Pimp intro. But what's funny is I always listen to them back to back, but like in the trunk is like song 72, and but the Shorty the Pimp intro is way down further. How, like, how's that work? They should be back to back. I listen to it like- You would think. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how Spotify works their metrics, but that one never leaves my list. But uh, man, just- a lot of great music, and here's what I want to point out on my list. And uh, for me, um, I'm looking at this now, and other than the Dirty Heads, I don't believe there's anyone under 50 on my list. Mm. I know Dr. Dre and under 50. We know Snoop just hit 50 or 51. The Chili's are pushing 60. Uh, Method Man. Doesn't look like he's 50, but he is. He's uh-huh. in such amazing shape. I want to be Method Man when I grow up. He's rapping at the top of his game right now. I feel like the best he ever has. And he looks so fucking good, like in the gym, all that shit. But Nas, we know Nas is 50. Black Thought is, I know Black Thought's 50. So I was like looking at this list going, is this the old man in me that just doesn't listen to the new music? Because it's just the get off my lawn shit, you know? Right, right. Or is new music that bad? And I think it's probably 50-50. I think new music isn't great, but I also think I'm looking for the artists I grew up on. I tried to, I really wrestled with that. Like, am I just old? Like, do I only like shit that I came up with? But the Dirty Heads are in their early, mid-30s, I think. They might be pushing 40, but... Uh, you, you know, and this is not going to be surprising to you, but... Guess what my number one, outside of the Sometimes Why, guess what my number one Yellow Wolf song for the year was? Ooh, damn. Um, and, and when I tell you, you're going to go, okay, that makes sense. Number one Yellow Wolf track. I, dude. This, I was surprised, but then I, then when I thought about it, I was like, okay. I don't know. What is it? I can't. I couldn't even guess, man. Back to Bama. Oh, shit. Yeah. I started traveling this year. So I would play it a lot when I was going to Alabama. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when I was like, that's my number. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And Yellow Wolf was your artist of the year, right? Yeah. Mine was Snoop. Number two, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then I had Method Man, Dr. Dre, and the Dirty Heads are my top top groups of the year. Um, so uh, very similar to my list, which is it, it, so Spotify's in there as far as their tracking for the most part. Uh, okay, so that's music, and and for me this, 2022, I I will look back on fondly for the music. I feel like a lot of my artists came back into their stride in 2022. Nas, Dr. Dre, Snoop, like people we grew up on for the last 30 years, are doing quality shit. Right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Come on, man. Like insane, dude. So I felt it was a great music year. I really did. But you're never wrong to go back either. Like, dude, come on. I mean, that's where we grew up. So going back to, to albums from 20 years ago, you can't lose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're to that brings us to the movies now or things we've watched. Our visual entertainment. Yes. Who do you want to start or you no, want no, to? No, you can go ahead. Okay. So this one I did do six. Um, I wrestled with number six. I'm still wondering if I'm going to change it. I am right now. I'm going to tell you right now that I had Jackass Forever at number six. I'm taking it out. My number six now for the year is Clerks 3. And here's why I didn't initially have it on my list. Uh, I hate the way they ended the movie. 
I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie, was laughing, was crying, was having an amazing time at this movie. I don't agree with Kevin Smith's choice for the end. Uh, I don't agree with his visual, his, his, you know, his direction for his art. But that being said, uh, it was great to see the characters again one last time. This is him wrapping up the Clerks universe. Uh, I, I love Kevin Smith. I've, I've watched all his movies. He was doing the MCU before the MCU. He's got a connected universe with these characters, and they all know each other. Um, so Clerks 3 is a great movie until the end. I hated the end. But that being said, I still really enjoyed a lot of it. My number five is the Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, this movie is funny um, because it's basically Nick Cage poking fun at himself. It's Nick Cage, no longer the actor that he was, trying to get it back, trying to reconcile with his wife and daughter at the same time. And this millionaire who's a big fan offers him to come out to his island and pay him a bunch of money just to hang out and crazy shit happens. And the rich guy who hires him is uh, the actor who plays the Mandalorian. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Pe Pasqual Pascal? He's amazing in this. He's Pedro Pascal. He's funny. He's really funny. Him and Nick Cage together have a great chemistry. Not to be confused with Pascual Perez. That's right. Former pitcher for the Montreal Expos. Correct. Yeah, nice Shout out Matt Cyclone. Wow, that was a good one. Uh, so that's my number five movie. That was good. I thought it could have been a little funnier, but I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, number four for me, this was a surprise. I watched this movie on the plane. It, this for me is the should have been called the multiverse of madness this for me is my multiverse madness movie because it deals with multiverse stuff it's a movie called everything everywhere all at once this is the weirdest funniest strangest craziest movie and i fucking loved every moment of it it's a, a bored housewife who runs a laundromat her and her husband and daughter uh, are just stuck in their dull lives they're trying to pay taxes and just get by and all of a sudden this young lady um realizes that she can look into other universes and and live her life that her multiverse lives one of her multiverse lives she's an actress one of them she's a sous chef and she can all of a sudden put herself into those other places and it fucks things up and she's got to try to fix things I, I don't i can't even explain it dude but if you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once to our listeners savage to you I think you would love it if you like action, if you like sci-fi, if you like just crazy multiverse shit. For me, this was the true multiverse of madness. Uh, that's my number four. Number three was a Netflix original Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. We we talked about this movie already. This is an incredible movie. Uh, I like Adam Sandler doing the more heartfelt, dramatic stuff. He can pull it off. He's got the chops for it. I think this was better than anything he's done in a long time. I mean, his comedies have kind of not so much anymore because you can only play the big idiot guy who doesn't want to settle down and or, you know, for so long. So this was to me incredible. I love basketball. Adam Sandler loves basketball. It's clear you can see the passion for it. This movie's amazing. If you haven't seen Hustle, watch it. My number two, this was another big surprise for me. I didn't see this on the list. I didn't like the original. I didn't. I don't care. I, I hadn't even seen it until recently. Is Top Gun Maverick? Top Gun Maverick was. I saw it twice. I saw it once on the small screen, and then had to go back and watch it in IMAX. This movie um, puts you in the cockpit of a fighter jet, and you feel the G-force. You feel like you're in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. 
And I thought Tom Cruise was great. Uh, I thought the cast of all the younger supporting actors who play the pilots that he's training were amazing. There is such a touching moment between him and Val Kilmer. And like I said, I hold no special place in my heart for Top Gun. I did not like it. Never watched it. Watched the original before seeing this one and was like, eh, it's just okay. But I keep hearing people go insane for this movie, so let me go watch it. I loved it. It's my number two. Number one, this ain't going to be a surprise. I told you that my number one actually dropped in 2021. It dropped actually, what's the date today? 12-18. So it dropped a year ago yesterday. This will not surprise you one bit. My number one movie, I think I even told you after we watched it that it'd probably be my number one movie. My number one movie is uh, Marvel and Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home. I watched it three times in the theater. I watched it once at home. I own it on Blu-ray. And the moment they said that it'd been a year and people started throwing up the year anniversary tributes, I want to watch it again. I never get tired of it. Uh, this movie gave me everything I wanted and more, and I fucking love it so much. For me, it's my favorite Marvel movie, and it's one of my favorite movies, period. I'm a Spider-Man guy. Um, it's crazy that it's already been a year since it dropped, that that quickly it, cha- it came out this fast year. But I love this movie. Um, it made me fall in love with... Uh, I already loved Tom Holland, and of course, I grew up on the Tobey Maguire, but it made me have a newfound respect for, um, gosh, I can't remember the actor's name, the other Spider-Man. This is terrible. Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield. I got a, a new respect for him. I He was the surprise in this movie for me. He's like my favorite, I think one of my favorite parts of the movie, so much so that I went back and watched his Spider-Mans again, and I actually bought a physical copy of the first one. I still don't care for the second one. It's not his fault, though. He did everything he could. He's great. Uh, love this movie. That's my six. Probably, I'm sure that wasn't a surprise to you. Like I, I figured you probably saw that coming. but I, I, I wasn't surprised, but especially once you added your your music thing that was technically came out last year yeah. into this one. That's yeah. not a surprise at all. Yeah. December 17th, that dropped of 2021. It's been a, a year and a day. Crazy. Well, let me tell you, that's an impressive list. Thank you, sir. Good year for you. Not bad. Not bad. I, I try it. There's, there's things outside the superhero genre, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see if, uh, you know, let's see uh, if my list surprises you at all. I got some ideas and we'll talk afterwards. I've got, there's a couple that I'm almost guaranteeing. I think I might know your number one, but we'll talk after. Go. I promise you don't. Oh, nice. I love it. Let's go. I'm excited. Uh, let me just say, uh, I will throw in an honorable mention for Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man was an amazing movie. Yeah. Came out last year. I didn't put it on my list. Yeah. Yeah. That's December the only, 17th. That's yeah. the only reason I didn't put it on my right. list. I was just looking at things <laughs> that came out in 2022. Right. So that's the reason it's not on my list. It was a phenomenal movie. We've talked about that. So, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got seven in this area. Okay. Nice. Uh, my number seven, uh, off the bench is going to be black Adam. Nice. Yeah. I enjoyed Black Adam. It was yes. entertaining. It was fun. Um, it's uh, everything I want from a movie. Mm-hmm. When I'm going into it, I want to be entertained. I want to have a good time. I don't want to be looking at my watch. I don't want to be thinking. No. You know, there was none of that with no. Black Adam. It was yeah. just. It was just good, and it, it was fun, wholesome entertainment, and I enjoyed it. Action packed Abs- from start to finish. Absolutely, and there yeah. was there was humor, and it was yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed it. So that's my number seven. Uh, <clears throat> my number six. 
is going to be uh let's see one two three make sure four five six okay make sure i have seven uh my number six off the bench is going to be the multiverse of madness okay okay uh I, i'm already surprised i thought that was coming in higher so you're already throwing me off um bit. that uh was i thought it was great yeah. i really enjoyed it i've got like we talked about it i've gone back and watched it several times yes um on a plane so i've got some free time to watch some yes things, so. that's right that's right so, uh yeah uh so my number five okay. is going to be wakanda forever good movie man really uh, strong. i really enjoyed it uh we talked about it a couple episodes ago we didn't yep. know what to expect yep we were both pleasantly surprised how uh -huh. they handled all of the things with it um and it, it being a standalone movie kind of from the universe. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you didn't listen to our review, go back and check it out. Uh, there's a reason it's on my top, top of my list. It's right? great. I wrestled with that one. I really, again, that's just so recent that I had a hard time with it. But that was one that I struggled with. Uh, my number four mm -hmm. is uh, the Mayor of Kingstown show. Oh, that's right. You were telling me how much From you liked that. Paramount. Yes. With Jeremy Renner. Uh-huh. Uh, it was fantastic. Right. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just entertaining. And I'm at this point in my life where I'm easily distracted. Mm. And I can get distracted while watching a movie or a TV show or I pick up my phone or look away or I start thinking about something else. I ran through this entire show and was never distracted. Okay. It was yeah. amazing. If you have Paramount, access to Paramount, go watch Mayor of Kingstown. Speaking of Paramount, Tulsa King is out. With Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. And yes. he is getting insane reviews. I've heard nothing but good things. So I'm looking forward to that. I want to I love Stallone. I love seeing a, like, kind of a comeback in an older age. Like, I think it's amazing. Number three mm -hmm. on my list. Hustle. Yes. With Adam Sandler. I think that was that my three as well. Nice. We talked about this when we watched this movie. Yeah. I was blown away Me at too. how good it was. Mm. Just Agreed. insanely acted, the writing, the 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 content, the the way they were able to include professional basketball players in the life of basketball, right? The guy that played Bo Cruz, just the entire movie was fan fucking. It's, it's a it's a feather in Sandler's cap. It's his brightest moment in a long time. Hundred percent. My number two movie. Okay. Twenty twenty two. Okay. Do you have I already blown your list up of what you thought? Um. Or do you think you know what one of these next two is? I, I'm thinking I know what one of these next two is. Yeah. So far, I'm not super surprised. I didn't. I forgot about the Kingstown. So that's my big surprise so far. But I, I did expect to see Multiverse of Madness higher because you had told me you watched it multiple times and how much you loved it. Thought that'd be higher. I thought Wakanda would make it. Um, so, so far, and I knew you and I loved Hustle. Right. So, so far, but I'm, I think I know where we're going, but I'm not 100%. We're going to see you. Number two. Okay. The Batman. Uh, see, I thought that was your number one. I would have said that was going to be your number one. Uh, I've watched The Batman four or five times. Mm -hmm. I... I think it is great. I did not think I would. We, if you listen to this show, you know how scared we were to Robert Pattinson. Yes, and what they were gonna do to the show, right? The, the franchise, right? This movie was 
great. It was dark. It was in the shadows. It was noir. It was all of those things. And it was just, you know, it was funny. It was well acted. Uh, we talked about how for me, I loved that they didn't go over the top with the HD cameras and stuff. Right. It yeah. was grainy and gritty. And yes, that's what Batman is to me. Right. You know, and uh, the guy that played Penguin, um, like blanking out right now, but uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, vengeance. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. It's a great movie, yeah, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. So and that's Colin Farrell's unrecognizable. In unrecognizable. That movie. That's why you don't remember his name because he don't look like Colin Farrell. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell's pretty. In this, yeah. the Penguin was not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and overweight. And, yeah, and I, I watched that. I me and oh, you nasty and a group of guys. We went to it. We saw about a week before it came out. Just fantastic stuff. Um, and uh, my number one. I have no idea now. That's. I thought <laughs> Batman was going to be your number one. My number one of the year is uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, that's right. The you final season of Peaky Blinders. Yes. Came out. It came out. It might have been the end of last year. I'm not sure. But it was only like BBC. It didn't come out to Netflix till like June. Uh, the sixth and final season. Um, I don't. I can't say enough about this show. Right. I have watched a shit ton. An ass load. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like another descriptive term? Because I'll come up with it. Yes. Use poop somehow. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've gone full poop. Yeah. <laughs> on TV shows in my life. You've watched a poop ton of yeah. TV shows. And this is... Right now, I'm confident saying this is a top three show for me. Nice. And it very well may be the best show I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. It's that good to me. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the scene. I enjoy the acting. I enjoy all of it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, of course, it's got its flaws. All shows have its flaws. Sure. Of course. You know I mean, you can never have anything that goes six years and not have some flaws. Of course. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Story plots and things like that. It's not perfect. I don't think I've ever seen a perfect. No, no, yeah. Um, but but the sixth and final season, uh, they closed it out. There was a death of a main character before the sixth season. I thought they handled that well. Mm. Um, Polly, uh, she died from cancer before oh. they filmed the sixth season. Shit. So they had to figure out how to incorporate that, and that's always weird because she was a main character. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just an amazing show, and. Um, yeah, it was a, a perfect close to the season or the series. Okay, and I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, that's my list, man. Yeah, you're right. I did not see that number one coming, and I sh it, you know what you've talked about that show a lot um, and mentioned it several times, but yeah, I didn't think of that. So I I wasn't thinking about even though we've done television shows in the past, I didn't think about TV. I was just in a movie frame of mind. Right. So I me immediately was like, I know his number one is the Batman. So that was your number one movie. It was like theater movie. Of yes. The year. Yeah. Yeah. So I was close, but yeah, no, even I, though I didn't see it in the theater. Oh, I did see it in the theater, but then I watched it at home several times on HBO, HBO max. max. Yes. So yeah, man. So that, no, I, I, you threw me on that one. I did not see that coming. If I had to, um, well, not if I had to, uh, there were a couple of TV shows. If I could do like some honorable mentions, Cobra Kai, uh, since that dropped, I think it's four seasons deep. I fucking love that show. And the new one produced by Will Smith, uh, Bel Air, just like a serious dramatic take on the Fresh Prince mm -hmm. of Bel-Air is so well done. Uh, so incredible. I love the actor that plays Jeffrey. 
Right. Jeffrey's like more of like this undercover, like kind of like CIA type guy. Like I, it's hard to explain. The the actor that plays jazz is incredible. Like it's just a, a modern take on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but much more dramatic. Uh, the the actor that plays Carlton and the interaction that him and Will have is incredible. So yeah, man, it's it's a. Uh, if I had to throw a couple TV shows in the mix, those are two that I'm actually. And psh, dude, Cobra Kai is just such cheesy, corny fun like it's it's a good time like it's such an easy watch right i can burn through a season in like two days it's nothing dude but i love it man and uh, uh yeah man some some great stuff this year as far as entertainment goes well there you go there's the uh the top music and and entertain video entertainment for uh dj billy aka bill a little cool j yeah <laughs> bill a little cool j bill bill devoe yeah and billy ray cool j yeah. So, what do you guys think about those lists? What's yeah. any shows that you miss? Any any music that that you guys like that wasn't on our list? Let yes. us know. Yeah. Shout us out. Yeah. Are you are you bumping the new Billy Ray Cool J album? Oh, it's yeah. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of Plymouth. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's a cl- that's a banger. It is. A blapper. Start to finish. Um. Yeah. And uh, there it is. Yeah. Next year. Next. <laughs> This year, yeah, which is ne- next year, is we're already at today. Yes, in, absolutely. In theory, yes, that's right. In the multiverse <laughs> of podcast timelines. What are you looking for in twenty twenty three? Let me ask you: Is there any high, big highlights of something coming that you that you're wanting to see? Um, you know, I I really haven't looked. I'm yeah trying to close out this. Close Here's out. one. Here I'll help you out. Here's one that I know you and I are both stoked for, and that's John Wick Four. Oh yeah, I think that's probably my highest priority that I can think of at the moment. I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were gonna make a Clifford joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. I you're, let it go. This you're time. the quick one. I, yeah, I, I let it go. Yeah, this time. so for me, John Wick Four, and and you know, Snoop made that announcement that uh, him and Dr. Dre are in the studio working on that Missionary album. So that's, I mean, that's huge on my list. So hey, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, those are my two highlights for 2023. The only thing why I have a little more faith in that one is because Snoop's a go-getter. Yeah. Snoop gets shit done. So I'm hoping that that's going to be legit. But for me, those are the two. I mean, John Wick 4, come on. That was supposed to come out like in December. Right. You know, like, so let's go. I'm ready for that shit. And, you know, Marvel always has a million things on the horizon that are going to be exciting. I think Quantum Mania is the next one. Yeah, right? I'm looking forward to that. Me too. I'll tell you this. Uh, let's go have a great year. Yes. Next episode, we'll talk about the uh, the, the end, our, our resolutions from 2022 and look look forward a little bit. Yes. Into the, into the future year. We'll do a little research, see what else is coming out that we're looking forward to. Yes. So we'll kind of attack 2023 strong next week. Yes. Until then, I would just like to give you a little bit of a exciting heads up. Yes. Sorry, Mad Cyclone, in advance, but our burritos just showed up. Yes. Let's go eat them. I'm starving. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Happy New Year, amigos and amigas. Ah, burrito time, baby. I'm starving. Fucking getting it. Yeah.